0: Bring out the talent. Bring out the talent.
1: Bring out the talent. Welcome to Bring Out the Talent, a podcast featuring learning and development experts discussing innovative approaches and industry insights. Tune in to hear our talent help develop yours. Now, here are your hosts, TTA's CEO and President Maria Melfa and Talent Manager Jocelyn Allen.
2: Hi, Jocelyn hi maria i love we had a little rhythm going there oh, so we even though did. i'm not with you in person we're still jiving
0: my we're, friend. We're still jiving we're doing some good hand signals today but <laughs> i miss having you in the same room as me so i know I'll, I'll i will breathe in the same air exactly. this time of year right and yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll pretend that you're here and Yes, please do. Yes,
2: I promise to come through the sound waves loud enough that you still <laughs> think I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, I'm very excited about our topic today. Me too. How about yourself?
2: Yeah, okay. very much so. And very okay. excited about our guest okay. has some amazing insights. And I think this is going to be incredibly informative and transformational. If you see what I did there.
0: Yes. Yes. I I
2: did. <laughs> So
0: let's get started. So a report from McKinsey found that organizations with strong transformational leaders were three and a half times more likely to outperform their peers and have a 14% higher employee engagement rate and a 20% increase in productivity. It's probably even higher than that. We're Mm. here today to talk to one of our great partners, Ellie Caputo, about transformational leadership and its impact on organizational success. Ellie is the co-founder and CEO of 4D Associates International and a certified master coach. With more (laughs) than 18 years of experience in transformational leadership, Ellie discusses the difference between transformational and transactional leadership highlighting the profound impact transformational leadership can have in reshaping organizational culture and enhancing employee engagement. Our discussion will also dive into the challenges and effective strategies of shifting leadership styles, focusing on how these changes can positively influence employee development and even well-being. So we are very excited once again. Welcome, Ellie.
3: Oh, thank you. Thank you, uh, Maria, for that amazing introduction and for uh, clarifying from the beginning how exciting and important this topic is. And Jocelyn, I I love the dynamic and the energy in the room. It goes in line with my personality and style, so I can relax Mm -hmm. and really enjoy the conversation, right? And as you said, Jocelyn, having it be a transformational experience for everybody that is listening to this. And I am mm-hmm. honored to be here. I am happy to be in partnership with TTA and the amazing uh, companies and clients that we serve.
0: Excellent. Love well, that, Ellie. We're happy to have you part of our amazing group. So Ellie, when we talk about transformational versus transactional leadership, can you tell us what the difference is between those two leadership styles?
3: There are other leadership styles, right? And people know about this. They have heard it before, the democratic and the autocratic and the situational and some other types of leadership that have been used to refer to leadership. Now, lately, we have been comparing and hearing more about transformational versus transactional. And if we pay attention to the words transactional, it's saying something like there's going to be an exchange of something. It's a Mm -hmm. transaction. So when it comes to leadership, the idea is that summarizing or simply put, is that transformational leadership is about offering people incentives and to get them to do what they, what you want them to do by uh, paying them more, bonuses, times off. So you are giving them something in exchange for something else. That's basically it, generally speaking. And the transformational leadership involves uh, having conversations with people for them to develop themselves, for them to uh, grow, for them to have a different attitude and be motivated From within instead of uh, outside, which is usually what transactional does. So transactional is more about giving rewards or punishments Mm. to motivate people. So think about, think about it, right? Like in regular traditional leadership, transactional, you do your job well and you get recognition, acknowledgement, the employee of the year or the month and then bonuses and then you are like i need to do better so that i could be approved and accepted and receive more but if you don't do well then you're going to be punished you're going to be given feedback you're going to be given warnings people are not going to like you you're not going to be given opportunities and then transactional have its purpose too it doesn't mean and i want to make clear that i am going to make this clear and i want to make this clear Transactional is not bad, and transformational is good. Transactional mm-hmm. is not wrong, and then transformational is right. There are different mm-hmm. approaches, and transformational is new because it's a new way of leading, but transactional has its time and its moments. Generally speaking, that's the difference.
2: Right. No, that's really good clarification because even like if you think about the words, Like you said, like what is, when you hear the word transactional, what does that sound like? And I immediately in my brain, I'm like, well, it sounds like. I'm creating an action, putting something like in my shopping cart and then like taking it home with me, right? Like, so in, for lack of a better word, even though there's more discernible actions when it comes to leadership, right? Like I'm doing something well, so then I'm getting something in return. It's still about the items that are in your shopping cart and what you're doing to kind of get your purchase. So I like that there are these distinctive kind of categories, like you said, that even go beyond these two types of leadership styles. And I like that you also said that they both have a place because I think that people respond to both of those things. Like everybody wants to be rewarded for doing a great job. It's like, it's it's key motivation for, I noticed you did something. So here's, you know, that, this for doing that. But transformational automatically sounds more impactful where maybe the results are, more long-term. I mean, I don't know, we'll get into that a little bit further, but I think it's very clear the differences between these two and why they exist separately or symbiotically. So what about if you're focusing, like the only way that you know to kind of flex a leadership style is transactional. You're like, you do well, you get a reward, do well, get a reward, or on the other side. And you want to kind of like transition into something like transformational um, leadership. Sounds like it could be a little bit tricky to understand like how do I change what I'm doing to now change the style that I'm approaching. So how, what's the biggest hurdle? How would people, what steps would people take to make the move from one type of style to the other?
3: Well, first of all, recognizing the value and the need to move towards the transformational. If you are already married and convinced that transactional leadership is how things get done, you're going to have more of a challenge to actually do any new adventure with transformational. Because it seems to be working. I say what needs to be said. Your job, you have your, your structure, your organization, your assignments, everything is clear. What is What else is there to do? What else do I need to do? And It's not until I have noticed their leader is having challenges and conflicts with their followers or the employees that they start to wonder, how can I do this differently so that my employees or my followers do the job? Why is it so complicated? Why can't they just do what they're told? So the leader must buy into the idea that Mm -hmm. something needs to shift here. and. Stop thinking that the shifting needs to happen outside. So the biggest one is to think about changing styles as something to do instead of something to become or who I get to be. It's transformational is not just something that you will do. You are going to be a leader uh, that transformer, uh, the culture, the relationships, the conversations, the outcomes, the dynamic of the organization among the employees and your relationship with them, in the relationship with you, and also in the relationship with their job and how they feel about it. I have had the opportunity to coach managers that have been managing for 30, 40 years, in transactional type of leadership. And they are having such a hard time right now because people are coming up to work with a different attitude. They're coming up with a lot of requests and desires to be acknowledged, to be considered, to contribute, to have their voices being heard. And um, they speak up. And when they don't like something, they say it. And they're challenging the status quo of the leadership styles. And managers that have been doing it transactionally for a long time don't know how to do, deal with it. So mm-hmm. the biggest challenge, I will say, is realizing not, not just that that is a great possibility to to do to be a transformational leader, but that you got to become it from within and want it to be. And to be more specific, you are going to have to go through your own personal transformation in order to become a true transformational leader. Mm -hmm. That makes
2: absolute sense. The transformation starts from the top. You have to be the change that you're trying to create. I mean, that's a tale as old as time, a turn of phrase that we say quite often, like if you want to see change, then you have to be the change that you want to see. So it absolutely makes sense that a transformation would begin from the place that the leadership needs to start from. Now, in your experience, because with change comes kind of the what's the word I'm looking for? Like not resistance, but it's almost like you're like, I can't think of the word, but you you not without the buy-in, right? With change comes that kind of like hesitation to be bought into something, right? How quick, like people want to see the change very quickly, right? Want to know that it's working or want to know how to measure it. So you're making this change in your organization. You are starting with your own transformation. How do we go about measuring its effectiveness, especially when we're looking at things like individual employee growth or organizational well-being? What does that look like? And what are ways that we can actually measure the dynamics of it?
3: Yeah, I think that the idea of transformational leadership sounds powerful. We want people to grow and develop and be participative. And at the same time, you got to be paying attention to what's going on already, What's the dynamic in the workplace? What is the dynamic that we're having? So that you do not come with a new idea and bring it to people thinking that that's what they need without having noticed what they've been asking. What is it that they have been needing to hear? Maybe they want to have more meetings where they, their point of view is heard. Maybe they have some ideas that they want to be put in place. Maybe they want to have a more opportunities to make decisions, or maybe not. Maybe they need more clarity about their jobs. Maybe they need more guidance. And and when you notice that, you have to realize that I just can't come up with, okay, let me do some transformational approach. We're going to have a meeting. I want everybody to tell me, how do you think you're supposed to do your job instead of me telling you? Like you're going totally from transactional to transformational. And people might not be ready. They might be like, why, why is he asking me to say what I think? Are they ever going to take any my ideas for real. Like are they gonna do something about it? So maybe what is needed is to identify if they are clear about their roles, about their job, what is expected, and do a little bit of transactional so that they are like clear. And when they are like clear about their job, they are gonna to want to be more like, oh let me contribute, let me participate. I like this new approach. I like how my leader now is coming to where I am instead of me going to his office or her office. I like this new approach, but you need to address their immediate and current needs before trying to come up with like, oh, I'm all transformational. Now, when you get into becoming transformational, the way that you're going to see that is causing an effect that is impacting the way you measure it is because people start to become more creative. They are more daring about sharing their ideas and their creativity thoughts, They contribute with processes. They contribute with conversations. They empower each other. They make their own decisions. They feel safe about making decisions. They also are okay, or they feel good about, I'm not going to say feel good. They are not afraid of making mistakes, Mm. and there is space for failure. It is welcome. It is seen as an opportunity to do something risky, and there's no threat. There's no fear-based leadership. It it is all about bringing on, let's have a conversation. And through that, people start to ask and request what is the next area of development that they have because they are not afraid of making mistakes. Now Mm -hmm. they show what they know, what they don't know, and when they need to develop something, they'll tell you, you'll see it, and then you can work on it. So it it is It is a more, uh, actually... Another way of measuring, I will say, is when you're actually having fun, you're enjoying it, people come on time, they are not rushing to leave, even though they don't have to stay overtime, that's fine. You're not worried about that because they do their job when they're there. People uh, collaborate department with departments, with the employees, uh, support each other. It is a place where you want to be. It is a place where you feel like you're a family.
2: Yeah. That resonates so much with me, like the last things that you said where it's like, especially where you're like, oh, they're not rushing to leave. And you're not saying that means that if you're, your nine to five is up, you're staying till six to prove something. It just means that maybe you're leaving at 5.11 because you're wrapping something up and making sure the job gets done. And you really want to make sure that it's done by the end of the day because you are responsible for the success of all your other teammates, right? By getting this thing done and the culture that's created around my voice is being heard. My work matters. I feel like I am growing because of this leadership style. Mm-hmm. I th- I think is is can honestly like not not thought about as much as it should be when it comes to like our employee like our employees and as an organization is what are you seeing that tells you wow my like my people really love it here like look at what they're doing and I haven't even. Like ask them, I haven't really done anything other than tried to invest in them more and started the change with myself. I think I like that's, I resonates with me so much, Ellie. Absolutely.
0: That's a good point because that's, Mm -hmm. you want people to be where they want to be and you want people to grow. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to have that culture that allows people to. Be able to make mistakes, psychological safety, as we certainly have had a lot of episodes on that, and that's mm-hmm. how they will do well and grow and I always say like just do the best you can, nothing more, nothing less right
3: yes right i, I also I also see transformational leadership as really creating a culture of partnership mm-hmm. where yeah. It's not me, the boss, you're the employee, you have to obey me, which, by the way, when I work on emotional intelligence, I always tell the managers, just imagine for a moment that we all human beings come with all our baggage to the workplace, and here is the boss, almost acting like the father or the mother of the employee. How do you think, depending on how the relationship was, it's going to be their behavior, their reaction the way they communicate, the way they want to and the willingness to do the job, if they have a dynamic that is triggering something that maybe wasn't healthy at some point or that is is too about a a co-helping place instead of a really development, I see you, I acknowledge you, I know you're capable of more and I am on your team attitude, totally different. So that transformational leadership also brings in the emotional intelligence of the leader to be able to navigate people's emotions and their own.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Another interesting thing that we're seeing a lot on over the last few years is just the amount of people that feel very burnt out. I mean, the surveys mm-hmm. where yeah. 85% of people are feeling burnt out, we actually just did a poll, poll and 75% of people are feeling burnt out. So, how does that? Fit into this equation as far as Mm. if leaders feel so burnt out and they don't have enough left, how can they drive a transformational culture?
3: What a great question! I think that this is my experience talking. Right, like I I don't know if you will find something as written somewhere else, but my experience tells me that if you are leading in a transactional way constantly, you are going to burn out. So. Approaching or coming and learning and developing transformation leadership will ease the job. It will ease the process. In the beginning, it seems like there's going to be a learning curve, right, from what you know to, oh, this is a new ways. I'm going to, and Jocelyn used the word invest more, right, I'm going to have to invest more time, more Neurons. I'm going have to have to have conversations. I'm going to have to listen more. And you you might think that it seems to be adding more to do. But in reality, once you sit in the role of I'm a transformational leader, it's going to go smooth. It's going to make it easier because people are going to start to be more independent. They're going to be more creative. They're going to ha- be more self-reliant. That you're going to be able to delegate more. You're going to be able to know that even someone in in your office or in your group is in the pipeline to someday even take on your job. And then you can aspire to more. Maybe you can go to another direction. Maybe you can have more people in your team that you know that you can rely on. And in the end, and in the long run, at the end, you are going to, not burn out as much as if you stay transactional.
0: Can you give a specific example on that?
3: Yes. And it is interesting that it is very simple. It's a little touch. I'm going to use an example of an executive that I was coaching, and she was having a hard time with the employees because they were not listening to her instructions. They were resisting whatever she was asking, A lot of mistakes, forgetting things, and she was picking the 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 job. She was doing it herself, or she was having to stay late to make sure things happen. So she was getting burnt out from doing, as well as the emotional and the heaviness and the disappointment of why people are not listening to me. As we started to work on her transforming herself, not just her leadership style, right, It is, to me, transformational leadership is the result, again, of a personal transformation. So she started to transform not just what she said, but where she was coming from when she said whatever she said. Am I being judgmental? Am I being impatient? Do I really care? Am I being personal? And when we started to look into that, According to her personality, she was like, what? Do, now do I have to, like, smile and say hello and, and all those things? Well, what do you think? Based on what you want to create, it seems like that will be valuable. So we went through all the process of she doing some transformational And the, a little example as she said that she went to Starbucks before she came to the office, and she got a coffee for some of the other persons that work with her. She had never done that before. And she came in, and she's like, here. Uh, this is for you. The person opened the eyes and was like, what, for me? Really? You took the time for that? Thank you. Like all day thanking her for it. And she said, after that, the dynamic changed. It was more like what you need, thank you, appreciation. It was easy. She was already feeling good about herself without the acknowledgement of the person changing their attitudes and behavior. And what other thing that she did, she said that she went to the the deposit area where there's some people working uh, that sometimes she goes and find out what's going on because things are not done and, and she went in there just with intention and say hello how are you doing guys nothing no feedback nothing to ask as she as she went there people were like yeah what's going on is everything okay they didn't know how to act and she's like no i just wanted to know how you're doing is everything good Do you need anything no no it's all good all right and she left and she said that everybody was like what's happening she felt good about herself. They were okay next time she came. They started to finish the job and leave things organized <laughs> because of that. And, and when she had to meet with them, they were more willing to have the conversations.
0: Great example. And that did not take a lot of effort, but it just, it made her feel more approachable. The team felt mm-hmm. more comfortable being with her just by having that human
2: type gesture Right. So that's and that's it starts to reprogram her too, right? Mm-hmm. To to say, oh, this one little thing made such a difference. Like I don't I haven't thought about it before, but I'll start thinking about it more often. And it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing, right? It doesn't mean that every day you come in with coffees. It means like, I don't know. The first Monday of the month, your coffee's on me, like stuff like stuff like that in order to create a routine and the same impact. Because I also as you were talking, I was like, oh, I wonder what that feels like for the other side, right? If it's not, let's say it was a really, really bad environment before this and they start to think, oh, this gesture, what does it really mean? As opposed to it just being a genuine, I'm really trying here. I really I really want to make a change. I hear you guys and here I am making the change. So even the difference between the how the action feels, if it's coming from that genuine, I'm trying to make a transformation here versus, okay, I'm just trying to keep people quiet and like... <laughs> do what I'm supposed to do here. So here's your coffee and don't, don't expect one again. I like it, it is it, the <laughs> little things that see the genuine reaction will make, will start to make a transformation. It Yeah. I see how all these little examples really play into the difference. And that's almost like transactional too, right? Like here's something I'm going to do and give you because I want to see this result, but it's coming from a place of transformation for me and therefore, hopefully, larger transformation overall. I'm connecting the dots, Ellie. I'm here (laughs) with you. I understand what's happening.
0: (laughs) So how do you envision the role of transformational leadership changing as we go forward over the years?
3: Vital. I think it's vital. We have been for a while Including the 2020 experience where everybody just were at home, we were away from each other, we went into technology to communicate, and it has become more of a world in which we communicate through technology. Nothing wrong with it, but if we rely on it, we have less of the opportunity to be in relationship with people, to connect physically, and to how to deal with conflict in these new generations they having a hard time to manage conflict, to ask for what they want, to express how they feel, to come up with new ideas when they are in person with someone. Because they got used to just send an email, send a text, or uh, do it through the Internet. And being able to go deeper and listening and connecting with human beings at a human level when the AI and the technology is is growing so fast, it's going to require a big effort and intention of becoming a transformational culture so that people uh, feel motivated, excited, and interested in doing the work of being in a company. So just think for a moment, one of the biggest challenges that I see happening is that companies are not being able to bring new talent. People do not want to work in a place. They don't think that they need to be with other human beings together. <laughs> Retain the employees' talent has been another issue. And a lot has to do with why. Why do we need this? I just do my job, pay me, and that's it. When it comes to be transformational, it's going to be part of our development as human beings and our evolution as human beings. If we stay transformational, we'll help. If we stay transactional, That's all it's going to be. You do this, I do that, no connection.
2: This is very impactful stuff. It makes, I mean, you're making so many connections to everybody's day-to-day and who they are as human beings, who they are as a professional. And I think it's going to really kind of raise some thoughts and pique some interest of our listeners of like how impactful this could be making this change, or at least integrating transformational leadership as part of what they already do for leadership. So for those who are listening, as we kind of wrap up, what's one thing that you would say, like, do this to get started? Here's how, here's step one to being successful. What would
3: that be? I thought I had the answer, but now that you asked (laughs) the question. When I think about the history and the people that we call leaders, they come with inspiration, transformation, vision, mission. They're very inviting and eloquent and inspiring because they're coming from the desire to build something. They're visionaries. So I think that the first thing, the first step is for the leader to take a look at him or herself and say, Am I being a visionary? Do I have a vision that I'm moving towards? How do I see my people, my company, my department, wh- whatever you are? How do I see it? And how do I see me? How do I see myself being an important part of that vision that I'm seeing? How am I going to be creating it? And have the honest and the, the work of self transformation i have worked with many individuals at the personal le- level of transformation and as they work on their inner conversations about who they are how they feel about others or the the breakthroughs that they need to have as a human being immediately translate into Oh wow! I can't wait to go back to the office so I can start to show people that I care. I can't wait to go to the courts as a, as a attorney so that I could have a different and more human conversation with the person that I'm representing. I can't wait to go to the hospital so I can look at my my patients as the human being that they are. So the first step is who am I? am I really a visionary leader and what do I need to transform in me so that I could genuinely become a transformational leader? Now, when it comes to the practical side of uh, leaders and transformational leaders in a company, well, hire yourself, a coach, a mentor, and make sure that you have a transformational conversation about what you envision for yourself and your company and your team. And, Bring the training to the people. I think that when we think about transformational leadership, we do a lot of emphasis on training the managers or training the CEOs and the executives. And the rest of the people, the front line, everybody else, take some trainings, but sometimes they're not as deep as the leaders uh, are trained. I think that people also need to go through a transformational type of training so that they get that they need to also come up with a new conversation, a new vulnerability that they get to become responsible and in ownership of their experience of who they are at work so that this evolution of the leader into a transformative, a transformational uh, individual is matched with the opening of the employees to be in that environment. It is very difficult, I have seen it, for leaders to really be working on the transformational skills when everybody's still thinking, I don't want to contribute, I don't want to be here, this is not working, and they have an attitude of victim. If people, everybody in the organization is developed, I think then you have more of a possibility of creating a culture of leadership, of the possibility of creating a culture of transformation and partnership.
2: Outstanding. Yeah, it's... I agree with all of these things being said. And I like that you in the beginning were like, I think about this and I think I have the answer, but like, it's, it speaks to the transformation, the evolvement, that it really is kind of where you are in the moment, thinking about who you are and starting it from the top and allowing yourself to really take on what it means to start making that change.
3: I think it also requires a humility. Yes. To be willing to take a look at what I, I, what I don't know. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to learn something new. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's another way. Maybe yes, it is an opportunity for me to grow more as a human being. Mm -hmm. And as a leader, it requires humility and authentic intention of being up to date and alive Mm -hmm. and in service.
2: Right. It, it takes, it does take effort. It, be, it can become easy, but you, you have to try. You have to invest and you have to go 100% on it.
3: It's the work of transformation.
2: Right. Well, let's transform ourselves into the next part of our, <laughs> you like my segues? I'm getting good at it, into the TTA 10.
1: It's the TTA 10, 10 final questions for our guests.
2: Ellie, don't be nervous. This is the really, really fun part, okay? So, I debriefed you before the show. TTA 10. I got 10 fun questions I'm going to ask you. We put a timer on the clock for 90 seconds. The goal is to answer the questions in under 90 seconds. And if you achieve that, David has something to celebrate you. If you don't achieve it, he has something to not celebrate you. But it's still in the name of good fun, okay? So... Ellie, are you ready for the TTA 10? I am ready. That's my girl. All right, David, we need the countdown, please.
1: 90 seconds on the TTA 10 clock starts now.
2: All right, Ellie, what song do you play on repeat to get you into a good mood?
3: Magnificent, you 2
2: Okay. What's one word that your colleagues would use to describe you? Passionate. What is the fifth letter of the alphabet? E. For Ellie, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received? Be yourself. Coffee or tea? Tea. Okay. Sally has a ton of seashells. Where should she go to sell them? The beach. <laughs> there you, go. you are given the privilege of creating a brand new holiday that everyone gets to celebrate. What's your holiday?
3: Oh my God. Oh, wow. The kissing day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, yellow bricks are out of stock in the land of Oz. So what are you going to make the road out of?
3: Wow, roses.
2: Okay. What is the best meal that you have ever eaten?
3: Some rice with beans and some plantains and some delicious steak with onions.
2: Oh, I love that, too. What are you hoping that Santa brings you for Christmas this year?
3: Abundant health and love. Oh,
2: Ellie, I love it. That is 10 questions. David, stop the clock. Tell us the results and give us the good stuff.
1: There has been there might have been a malfunction with the TTA 10 clock or maybe not. Who's to say the number I have in front of me (laughs) is 89 seconds. That's one second under the threshold.
2: I can't believe it. That is as close as it could ever Uh, get. Way to go, Ellie. And you you created a brand new holiday in that TTA 10 and still did it in less than 90 seconds. So, yes, (laughs)
1: it's fun. I can't wait for kissing day Uh, again. And I can't wait for this salute to Ellie. The music choice is intentional, it'll become clear towards the end of this epic poem. In the heart of Panama, a woman of might. Eli Caputo, radiant and bright. En el corazón de Panamá, una mujer de poder. Eli Caputo, radiante y luminosa. Successful and stately, this is her era. Like fellow Panamanian, Mariano Rivera. A facilitator, a coach with, with passion ablaze in the dance of life she's set to amaze. Transforming existence with skills and solutions... Get to know Ellie better. That's my New Year's resolution. Online, she extends her coaching hand. This woman is on fuego in a digital land. Balancing roles with grace and flair. Ellie Caputo, a woman beyond compare. Incomparablemente. In the realm of 4D, she stands tall. Coaching executives answering the call. Teaching coaches principled and true. Not unlike John McCain. He's from Panama, too. A calling emerges, a mission-defined, empowering women, hearts intertwined. Launching businesses, boosting morale, guiding dreams as immense as the Panama Canal. Degrees and certifications, titles galore, yet it's the lifestyle she lives, the lessons she bore. Radical honesty, a coaching approach, a true plan. As Panamanian Allo Black would say, tell everyone, she's the man. Well, you can tell everybody thank you
2: <laughs> that was incredible david david when I, did, I could see your heart <laughs> swelling ellie that was awesome he's pretty great I isn't he too.
3: wow david thank you so much i need to have that in ready somewhere i am so sure. impressed and honored and appreciative it made me want to. Uh, well, we'll give you oh, that Ellie. recording. That could be your it, theme song.
1: It wasn't easy. I I had to learn yeah. Spanish during the
2: break. It <laughs> complimenting David. you, wow. and David's like you wouldn't believe how
0: hard that was, though. <laughs> it, it seemed can... like it was very hard. Yes. A lot yeah, of great, great points there. Beautiful. That. Wow. Thank you so much, so. Ellie. It was a wonderful episode. Great information. We really appreciate you being our guest.
2: For more information on transformational leadership and bringing Ellie into your organization, visit us at thetrainingassociates.com. We'll see you later.